0: Good evening, and welcome to the Psychy Coffee Shop. Oh, it has been two fucking weeks of Hades. Yeah, and, and so he's Ace and Knight. Well, he's Ace and Knight. Yep, yeah, I'm Ace and Knight. Of course, we got Techie Joe in the corner. There we go. No one puts Baby in a corner. Well, honey, your, your office is in a corner. You even created another corner.
1: Hey. They have yeah, already
0: commented on me about having a uh, having you in a corner because of the file cabinet wondered if it was a curity for your cube experience to keep you comfortable. What? With the file cabinet beh- beside you and the other frame of your desk and the other frame of your desk, you technically make yourself a cube. I, I did, basically, yes. Like, God help me if I fall
2: backwards, I'm getting brain to death on the filing cabinet.
0: True, true.
2: Like... Oh anywho, let's hope that doesn't happen.
0: Well, that's why hey, i Brenda. A bit there. Hi Brenda. Hello, how are you? Like you're very fatalistic today. I'm trying to control my hood self. Oh, yeah, well, great. Oh. Hello, Tracy. How are you? Tracy. <sighs> But yeah, but yeah,
2: it has been a wild, weird couple of weeks. Like I, and I honestly made this comment to a client earlier today when mm-hmm. I was on, uh, like on site, um, was I thought last week was crazy and then <laughs> I know we're only two days into this week, but it seems determined to be mm-hmm. like, hold my beer right. <laughs> last week and right. I'm like, Oh, see, no, it's not a competition. No, mm-mm, no, no. Right. See, July was uh-huh. the crazy. Right. August. Like, because, like, if y'all aren't aware, like, the, the images that you guys see daily that he posts for the astrology stuff, I generate those. Like, I go through and take the report he sends me, and I turn that into images. Uh-huh. So, like, I get the full preview. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like six weeks in advance. Yeah. Um potentially. Um, like if, like okay, so at least two weeks, if not the full like six weeks. Right. So yeah. And I like I typed up July and I just told everyone I knew, like, fasten your seat belts, July's gonna be a shit show. I typed up August and went, This seems calm. You know, like
0: I was good. Under the influences of July. I know, but still. What I find surprising, and this is just looking at the growth of Joe. Good. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So we're dating in the original early stages of, you know, me having two houses. (laughs) And I warned him, I said, Mercury and retrograde's getting ready to hit. And he looks at me like I have just told him that cookies are falling from the sky. And he goes, what's that have to do with shit? I said, you're going to get busy. Because he was, you know, still working as Joe the Repair Dude. Um, I do understand. And we will most likely argue. Okay, whatever. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah,
2: I, like I'm sitting over here with my weird Al, you know that's your horoscope for today reaction
0: uh-huh what like, yeah I'm and you had what non-computers on deck oh, God. <laughs> Like he heard it he's, he's not me.
2: wrong he's not wrong it does happen i do see it like i don't know if just and, and here's my my own version of this is maybe it is or just like there's a cyclical thing that hits uh-huh um, and it is what it is, but like, whatever it is, yeah, I, I cyclically, and it fairly closely matches, uh-huh. um, you know, the, the whole Mercury retrograde thing. I, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, great for me. Like I can plan around it and be like, I'm going to be busy as fuck,
0: but making money. Yay. Uh-huh. Hello, Shannon. Um, in. Grab the coffee pot as you come by. Um, yeah. But, no, and it's like, and, you know, Tracy says it's Juno. I don't think it's Juno. I really do not think it's Juno. Looking at this, I would say it's Vesta. Vesta's all pissed off and acting all rude right now. Okay. Well, what's uh, the difference between Juno and Vesta, real quick? There are two different asteroids that are elementally different. Different, so therefore, their gravitational field will be differently influenced. Both of them, however, are currently in a um, retrograde fashion, affecting the gravitational vibration of the Earth. Okay, but they're not asteroids. Yes, they are.
2: No, no. Uh huh. They're moons of different or I, different planets, I think. Sorry, do you know what it takes to set up that damn graphic? Mm -hmm. I had to go pull, like, planetary bodies from all over the place. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, let's talk about that for just a second, though, can Mm -hmm. we? Of Like, I'm sitting here, like, going, okay, I know it's astrology. There there are nine planets. Mm Mm-hmm. Like we we like no one's pissing off, like
0: no one's Talk no planet god. No, he no longer has a plan. Exactly.
2: Exactly. We are not offending the god of death. All right. all right, got it. Um, but then like all these other things started popping up, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. hmm Like, hold on. I did not have to know this shit. Yeah. Like I don't remember ever having to know that Titan existed. Right. Like, that is not a planetary body I was taught about. Right. Vesta and Juno and, like, no, I've got
0: nothing. What? Like, no. They are the three jewels of Vesta, Juno, and Chiron are the three jewels of the astrology. Okay. Okay. Um, of an astrology chart. They look at different things. Um, uh, Vesta is the place in our chart that allows us to understand the way we feel towards our home and our family. Beyond that, she inspires ourselves to keep us going. And she's pissed off. Okay. Also, I'm just curious. Uh Uh-huh. Like, do you still
2: have my chart back there? See if we can answer fun questions about Joe. Uh, give me a minute. I like I'll sit here and be the Do I know? I
0: have to pull up your dossier. Mm-hmm. That's what you've decided like, to start calling this.
2: Well, I say, do you still have my chart back there? I know he does. <laughs> I know he does. Like, oh, uh, yes, Kylie, you can have a reading. Um, We do need a date of birth. That is month, day, and year. We have to make sure that you, the person being read on, is of age. So. Oh, and we should have that banner on so that everyone yeah. gets that information. Um, ba, 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 ba. Ta-da! All right. Sorry, it's been a while since we've gotten to run this one on a Tuesday. Usually it's in the second half of the program. All right.
0: Give me a minute. Apparently there's multiple things matching this. Uh
1: (laughs) Uh-oh. How many
2: copies? His backups have backups. Yeah. Like, but this is the funny part. He can like he can pull multiple copies of my chart. Uh Uh-huh. But like, God forbid it's our taxes.
0: Once more important.
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like heaven help us all. Aw, oh, there's a birthday you gotta love. Okay. It is. It's a birthday you gotta love.
0: Your birthday, yes. No, this one. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at your chart.
2: <laughs> oh, how lovely. Yes. Yes. He knows the month and day well. I do. And he remembers the year with accuracy.
0: Yes. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: I'll come on. So first, let's finish. Let's talk about your chart. What did you want to know?
2: No, like you were talking about the
0: jewels. Tell me about my jewels. Oh. Well, yes, you're... I said it. Uh huh. Looking. Damn. This is not in-your-direct chart.
2: Oh, you were saying they were the three jewels of the chart.
0: They are the three jewels of the astrology chart. They're the expanded astrology chart. And Uh, yours are technically in Aries, Pisces, Gemini. So with that, you're going to have the influences of your house always being a little bit of a mockery of you.
2: Truth. Uh, <laughs> no, Guile, not yet. Uh, he wanted to finish answering the question I posed. Hey, Natalie, and I think we broke
0: Brenda. Right. All right. So oh, let's yeah, we can tell him what we're looking at.
2: Okay, you're going to show him my chart. Yeah. Okay. So. Zoom it in, because I can't see shit.
0: Big. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Here's just chart. As you see, there's a lot of squares there. So a lot of his planetarial energies are opposing each other. Then we also have some triands going on, and then we have some uh such going on between his twelfth house and his ninth house, which is his inner self with his career. So he has some untraced talents there that we have to learn to capture position um, and basically pull out the important one is that we're talking about here as we're talking about jewels of the chart is this par of fortune in Gemini 24 degrees um, which means it's about a quarter ways in um, and it's at thir- 13 to 19 13 degrees in 19 seconds um, the okay, so- option uh-huh okay so what does that one represent? Like that's where your luck is. Your luck is Gemini. Like you went No, I the get that. The bar.
2: Okay, I get that. But what I you were like, these are the jewels of the chart. I'm huh. trying to understand like which one's Vesta, which one is Juno, and which one is See the
0: X man Target? Yeah, the par fortune. Mm-hmm. What is it? Well, that's what I was getting to. Okay, sorry. The power of fortune is actually a leftover from the Beacon times. It is a point within the chart which will show where the person is the luckiest at, um, which means his fifth house and his luck is a Gemini energy. So if we go fifth house, the first one is self, the second one is your stuff, the third one is um, other people's stuff, the fourth one is your home, and the fifth one is what your relationships. That? Oh, my
2: relationships? What Absolutely. the hell? Oh, that can't be in the, my fifth house. Give me a minute. I'm like, honey, my relationships? Like... Hey, I am your <laughs>
0: Astral events. Sorry, Sorry, I'm going through multiple files to pull up this information.
2: I know. I'm just sitting here going, can anyone remember all the houses off the top of their head? Like, I've sat through your class, I don't know how many times, and every time it's like new information. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, not without cheat sheet. I got nothing for you, buddy.
0: Yeah. See, I need to keep the cheat sheet printed in front of me. I know i'm kind of surprised you of all people don't have like well it's because that, i know three different three different housing systems
2: yeah well but like here's the thing that surprises me with you is i still expect you to have like a big sheet of glass over your desk with like a bunch of information pre-printed uh-huh that just like this is referential yeah um
0: like that is actually creativity sorry
2: in this chart. Oh so, no, that I do well with. Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
2: Brenda's like house is straw, wood, and brick. Uh, yeah, basically.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, like, I, like if you're talking about my relationships, yeah, straw, wood, and brick. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, the wind involved is like a you know category five hurricane. Right. Like that's my relationship. Like I'm just saying.
0: Right. okay so you know so your luck is in your career uh, in your creativity but you got to look at what all it's talking to so i'm going to bring the chart back up and see what it's talking to and yeah if i do do these for clients i would highly recommend one you private book it and two when you do book it you let me you uh let me run your chart so that we know what we're looking at when we look at it
2: oh yeah Um, And the biggest thing you need for that is to know your time of birth as well as you can. He can do it for a day without the time, but, like, the information is a little less. It's not a little
0: less. It's only going to put off a few things.
2: Yeah, I know. But it's also, like, one of those, like, because you've had people that, like, you ended up having to run three different times on. Yeah. Like, morning, like basically morning, afternoon, and night to yeah. try to, like, figure out, okay, where do you land?
0: Right. Not where do you land, but where is it important that you land?
2: Right. Well, because there's some things that, like, one, like, if it's the morning, is it's, it's it, but you were born at night, like, it's not going to resonate right. Right. But then you run it for night, and it's going to be like me.
0: <laughs> All right. So, his power of fortune is talking to two to, to different points. His ninth house, which on the tropical astrology side is, tick, tick, come on, and this is so much easier since I've gotten the second monitor. Can I just say that?
2: Oh, I'm sure. All yeah. right. So, make it bigger.
0: I will. Give me a second. Okay. And sorry,
2: Kylie, we will get to you in just a minute. Like, hang in there. Yeah. I asked a more involved question than I thought I asked. (laughs) I have a tendency to do that. Like, I thought it would be a real simple question, and it was going to be like, you know, what's my ascending, and what's my, like, whatever.
0: Right. So, it works. Your ninth house is your relationship's house. It's also talking to your self-identity house. But it's talking to them in two different ways. One is a trion, meaning that, you know, it's kind of friendly with it. But it's squaring off with and telling it to fuck off your twelfth house. Which is your underlying self, your hidden self. Brenda!
2: Dude! rude no she said where in Joe's chart is that impatience coming from oh that's easy to point out <laughs> and you're sitting here going all of it
0: <laughs> his impatience comes from his south node <laughs> in his sixth house that basically pisses off everything else in his chart haha <laughs> He wants it now. He wants that car. He's trying to get those carmetical lessons of patience and virtue and love learned now. Unspy, unspi, builds on
2: the empire, unspi, unspi. Jesus. Yo. Can't we hurry this along? <laughs> like but- I want a German train station. That's what I want. Uh-huh.
0: All right so you know that's what's going on with that but vesta is normally within the same area of your power of fortune so that's why i'm like oh it's your creativity that's in a bad mood
2: <laughs> okay
0: okay so let's hop over and take this question so that she can get her, her lunch and enjoy her lunch thank her for tuning in during your lunch break yes thank you so much so yeah kylie
2: um 327 of 89 my question is about my relationship with cheyenne i believe we will connect again is that true even if it is as great friends and not romantic relations um and thank you and hoping to be forgiven yes yeah, i'm assuming from the sounds yeah. like a from cheyenne, oops, breakup
0: yeah All right, so I'm going to use a five-card spread for this, like I have been doing. All right, in the past, there was a lot of balance, a lot of emotions, and a lot of attraction for Dality there with the Empress appearing up. Right now, there's a lot of gossip going on and a lot of someone looking to come in and be the rescuer let me fix this for you. Moving ahead, industrial a reunition with the Four of Wands occurring here with the Page of Pentacles. That being together, it's going to be a a very logical thing. I feel right now you've got to relax and leave it alone. I don't feel like your intercession here will be able to help him. Um, Do I think that it's going to be more than a friendship again? Yes. Do I think that it's going to be today, tomorrow, this week? No. I think that you're looking at probably at least a season. And when I say that, that's the Ace of Pentacles for those trying to learn their timing. So, we are in the summer season, so you're looking at at least late fall before he's even going to entertain anything.
2: All right. So, if you can't get pumpkin spice everything,
0: mm-hmm, it's too soon. Right. Let him come to you because he's the emotional slow one to recover here. All right. So Kelly says, there was
2: a huge attraction um, that he has blocked me and I messed it up, uh, wondering if I should send a letter. And that's basically a no. Like, that was a no. Like, mm -mm, no, 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 leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, And giving it time and holding back. Yeah, Yeah. don't send the letter.
0: Right. But no, it was fun to look at your chart. And I've actually examined your chart in detail in a few different systems just to see where some things are. Astrology does give you a lot of insight into somebody how they tick, how to counter tick, how to recounter tick them, how to get reactions out of you, what you want. Matter of fact, oh, yeah. after our third date, I ran our astrology charts and figured out we can't do two things in our relationship ever.
2: Well, we should highly try to avoid like one, we can't communicate for shit. We will both sit here and say the same damn thing and fight over it. Yeah. Um, but that's not one of the ones. Um the actual thing is like we can't actually argue. Right. Like if we're diametrically opposed, this is gonna end badly. Yeah. Um, like the like we fight when we agree, okay. <laughs> like you gotta take that and, and consider it heavily. We fight when we agree, <laughs> right? Like, no, we can't be diametrically opposed on anything. It's like, Mm-mm, this is gonna be bad. Like, that's a just you you. That's a choice you can make. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I don't feel that he's seeing somebody else. Sorry, I'm replying to questions as she's popping them out here. Oh, yeah. No, we were
2: talking about each other's, yeah. uh, like, Asen and I. Like, spoiler alert, we're in a relationship.
0: Yeah. But, no, yeah, that is one of the things that pointed out in the chart is we can't argue. If we're going to argue, it needs to be a legal brief. Oh, wait.
2: Kylie... Who has the same birthday
0: as as year. Year.
2: different year, different year. Yeah. But same birthday. Uh-huh. Did did you get in a relationship with a cancer? Uh-huh. Is that what you did? Did 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 you go pick up a cancer boy? Because he can tell you, we can actually, we can tell you all that. Yeah. Like, did you did you find the cancer?
0: Mm -hmm. Because we feel for you. She is talking to a cancer. All right, listen up, Kylie. (laughs) If you're going to deal with a cancer. Oh, Cheyenne Sagittarius. Okay. All right. Let me break it down for the Aries versus Sagittarius connection, and then I will talk about the Aries versus Cancer connection for (laughs) Kylie. Kylie. The Sagittarian will make you write bad checks. Uh-oh. Okay. That relationship will be unsteady and you will always feel like he is your drug. The cancer connection, you guys cannot handle taxes together, nor can you um, fight and argue. Make it a legal Uh-oh. brief because you've got to orient a case. And you can ask Joe. He's gotten legal briefs from me in bullet point. Yeah, yeah. We recently had an argument over something. We both said the same thing. What? We both said the same thing.
2: Yeah, we do it all the time. Like, I'm not kidding. We argue over things we agree on. Mm-hmm. Because well, that's not exactly it. There's a like point two percent difference in what you said versus what I said, and it may- we'll argue that shit yep. all the time. Yep. That is going to be your Aries Cancer relationship. It will drive you up a fucking wall. It's not like a Sagittarian drug high though. Yeah, like you're. Yeah, well, yeah. Basically, that's the other part of this. You is you've seen me date badges before. Yeah, like if like yeah, like be careful with that date and a sage. Like that's like doing crack. Uh huh. Like, have you ever looked at a meth pipe and been like, "Mmm, that's for me." Okay, that's what you're doing with the Sagittarius is you're looking at a mouth pipe, going, "Mmm, I need it." Yeah. And we're we're telling you be careful. Yes. Like if you, you will fuck weapon. up your life.
0: Right. All right, but no yes, Vesta is in retrograde, so you know we're gonna have bu- not noxious energy arrive with Wittiness, looking back in the past and dreams that have faded it will it could be a self deprivation period if we didn't learn how to move forward in life. Mm-hmm uh and that of course will be going on for a while because this is an asteroid so the global foundation isn't great chiron is retrograding aries on the 19th of july um the wounded healer will be moving backwards until december shifting our attention towards our own internal wounds as we focus on what needs to be healed so great he's going to be throwing fucking Antibiotics into your energy Wave um, And Juno is retrograded In Pisces Internal conflicts emerge When this asteroid of fairness Goes into retrograde Dream relationships can turn into nightmares And hurt feelings can leave a deep Emotional wound Jupiter is also In retrograde in Aries As of the 20th. 8th jupiter the guru planet teaches us some pretty hard lessons when it comes to bruising our ego over the next four months our focus shifts to internal selves as we become more mature and self-aware you're going to see where this is leading to guys i promise you Mm -hmm. Now, this is all coming out of July, right? Yeah, this is coming out of July. We've got four astral bodies. One of them, the biggest astral body, meaning it creates the most gravitational pull in retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a follow on question from Kylie. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, with all that going on, can we say the psychic's a little
2: tissed?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, everyone's been titchy.
2: Yeah. And I'm like, duh, I told you guys. Like, I tried to give you a warning. Uh-huh. Like, meanwhile, meanwhile, can I find it funny that you've had an issue with a network in the midst of all this? And I just want to sit there and, and look at this network and, and take a CEO lovingly in my hands Uh huh. and go, are you in there? Did you read anyone's blogs this month? Did you read a damn thing? Like you pay astrologers to work with you all day long. Like you got like 200 of them. Hitler had fewer. Yeah. And you're sitting here surprised. Uh Uh-huh. That like all of your advisors are like, right now? Really? Really? Right. Like you're having a bad month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Someone didn't pay attention to
0: anyone's shit. Exactly. Even the worst astrologers could have seen this coming. But anyhow, <laughs> so four years ago, a supplier of mine, a network, a vendor, you can call them began having issues and they have been coming in personally worst and as they did, I would point it out with a simple email. Hi, can you like go over there and fix something as they are coming out with new shiny things and of course increasing their fees, which means my fee to my customers have to be increased. Yeah. Um, and yeah but the cancer and if you decide to um go into that rescue relationship is going to be short term and then you're gonna have to deal with the other one when he comes back um so you guys will notice that on acenite.com and this will be perpetually being released onto my other internal networks and anything internally based for me a new button but it isn't a new button it's actually an old standard button click for advisor was the original network I began working with in 2001. Yep. I moved away from them because they did not allow me to do a lot of things that I enjoy doing. Like sending weekly emails to my clients, maintaining a good client relationship. It's a very antiquated email system. What they do do, and do it damn well, is connect me and my clients. Yeah. they also chat me and my clients and over the last year and a half they have developed a video process Woo! so you can actually if you are used to getting me in a private appointment zoom be able to reach me for an in-demand call that's a video experience what's that lassie the
2: platform acts like a platform yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kyle, have, have fun With the cancer in doesn't mean that you can't, you know, try to do more. But overall, leave it be. Let it stew a little bit. This like, okay,
2: let's boil it down for Kylie. Kylie, your Cancerian is your summer fun. Go have fun. Enjoy it. Let it be what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be short term basically is what i keep getting uh uh from what he's saying mm-hmm. is this is your summer fun like this is your summer fling go enjoy well you don't have to be intracted to have fun like you can go out to dinner and like whatever you right um and just be like you're not planning a future you're not picking out china patterns you're not like one you're currently coming off the the your sad high like, you have put down the crack pipe for a little bit, you're coming down, You're like, you're doing your withdrawals, like, and then, like, yeah, it sounds like Sag comes back, and then you have to decide, like, is this how you want to live? hmm Because it's going to be crazy.
0: It's Bonnie and Clyde crazy. Yeah. Um, Very good analogy. Thank you, Joe. Hey, I do what I can. I know. Um, so yes, I have moved back to click for advisor, I will be rolling this out throughout my websites. If you use an on demand service that is hosted by me, it will be a click for advisor site. This will allow you to have the options that I think you should have to contact me. And you are going to if you want to be on my email list, and you still have the availability to book private appointments. If you're on my email list, you already have a code for 20% off an appointment. If you're a Patreon, you have a codes that are unlimitedless, depending on your tier, for a percent off my appointments. But for the on-demand services, I highly recommend you going to aceandknight.com and using that on-demand service. One, it's gonna be cheaper. It's not the five ninety-nine. dollars it's at $3.99 right now. So it's cheaper for you. I'm going to know that your call gets through to me. And that your data is protected. And that was my whole issue is they're, they're working stuff. And that's all I can say on it is it's getting
2: borked. Yeah. Well, and back to Kylie really, really quickly. That's the addiction talking. That's the addiction talking. Mm-hmm. Like, Sag, people are, for you, are going to be like picking up a crack pipe. Mm-hmm. or picking up you know enjoying the math a- and right now you're going through that withdrawal, and everything in that withdrawal tells you like find a way find a way to get your next fix find a way to make this happen and make this work and you have to have it now mm-hmm. what he's saying is you got to fight that urge like yeah. if you want there to possibly ever be something else there with this person you got to fight that urge. You got to put it down. You got to do your withdrawal. You got to, like, whoo. Mm-hmm. And we know it's hard. Like, take a cold shower, calm it down.
0: Like, that's all you can do right now. Right. So, but, that is what is going on with Ace and Knight, um, mm-hmm. com. It will be moving to CSP Network. It will be moving to West Virginia Psychics. It will be moving to. Uh, it's so like a coach everywhere that button will be replacing. My price will be $3.99 a minute.
2: Woo! That is like a, is a nice knockdown.
0: Because it will do nothing except annoy him more. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't help the relationship. It doesn't move the relationship. It just makes him more frustrated with you.
2: Yeah, well, and here's a concept we've tried to talk about on the show some, but, like, to boil it down. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the thing with psychic guidance is he's telling you what you need to do to move forward in the direction and giving you a time frame. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the fun part. If you don't follow that advice and you go off and do what you want to do, that time frame may change significantly. Like, you send that letter, it may push it into next year, for example. I'm not saying that's what happens. I'm not him. I'm not reading cards. I'm just saying that be careful with that. Like, you have to fight this urge if you want, like, that pumpkin spice time um, to be roughly when this starts to, like, swing back around with the Sag. Because like, I don't know, you've had clients that have pulled that before yeah. where, you know what I mean? Like they come, they ask you for advice and then they go do the exact thing. You tell them, don't do that mm-hmm. or, and then they do it mm-hmm. and you're like, well, here's your new reading. Cause you just work that <laughs> you just blew that timeline entirely.
0: Right. Um, I just want to point out Vesta will be re entering Aquarius because we're coming out of this damn storm on August 21st. Bring you the in bring the inequality of the world and our collective attention as we struggle between personal freedom and what it, it, what is best for the group.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. What are our mm-hmm. Congress is going to be doing during that time? Just saying. Oh no. Yeah, I'm thinking highly about starting to recheck and and combobulate um, governmental decisions with astrology effects, um, just for my own amusement, if not for our listeners.
2: I would love to see, like, what was going on while they were deliberating on this uh, decision that affected Roe v. Wade. Okay. Like, through that
0: whole deliberation.
2: Not when they announced it.
0: I know. But, like. I'm trying to remember they were deliberating in April this year because they released it in May.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. All
0: we'll right. Uh, Mercury was. Uh, Mercury entered. Taurus, after weeks of rapid thought, it starts slowing down when Mercury enters its steady Taurus with the planet communication, and the bull sign, common sense takes over, and we deliberately think of our words before speaking, I think that is probably about the time that we saw the leak going on, um, Jupiter was in Pisces, pissing off Neptune in Pisces, um, in... Com- and compassionate Pisces and Unique bring a major dose of peaceful creativity and loving vibes. Well, I did not help. Yeah, that
1: didn't do shit. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay, around the 12th, we have the sun in Aries textiling or pissing at Saturn and Aquarius. The ideal aspects brings the authentic of all of us to work together, helping each other. I think this is where deals were made. Um, Okay. Okay. Um,
2: That's where the back slapping occurred.
0: Exactly. Like, well, if you okay. back me on this, I'll back you on that. Um, yeah. Looking for another square of Pluto and Capricorn. Ah, this is interesting. Um, on the 18th of April, the sun in Aries squared Pluto and uh, Capricorn. The, this is a power-hungry aspect to bring a clash of egos trying to forge our own path from the people who try to control us. Fight for individuality.
2: Uh, yeah, that sounds like that could have been where that decision was made. Yeah. And real quick, quietly, yes, even if you just want him as a friend. Like, you can't have your diet meth and that changes it now (laughs) there's no such thing anyway so
0: looking back through april all right so april 29th pluto planet of death goes retrograde in capricorn
1: that doesn't sound good
0: right the planet of transformation will go into its five-month retrograde starting today, encouraging fresh starts and personal transformations. That's when the decision was made.
1: Oh.
0: Interesting. Because you got to think this is a battle that has been going on for 50 fucking years. Basically, you're going to be forced into a legal battle that the courts takes out that is out of the court's hands. So it's transferring that. It also matter matters that all of us, including the ones that have you do not have uteruses and should not have a fucking say in this to form an opinion.
2: Yeah. Well, of course, that's where this all started. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, historically, you look all the way back at the beginning of like legislation towards Mm -hmm. abortion. Like, this is long term and and not to go all like deep dive liberal. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. It was born out of patriarchy. All right. Like, hi, you can't argue that one and when. Like, right. that was you gotta like, remember that the
0: first nothing. original law was when, uh, created the 1836 law was created when women were not even equal citizens in the United States.
2: Like, women were so chattel at that point,
0: correct? Like, uh, like a
2: problem, yeah. It was kind of like here's here's 1836 in a nutshell 1835 correctly if i'm wrong is when west virginia became a state just so that like we we could divide up uh that whole uh uh north and south thing mm-hmm. um we were one more union state um So 1836, roughly, you're still sitting there dealing with, like, women and, like, dogs and horses and cows and your slaves. All were on the same level, but they still were not a free white man over the age of 21. Right. Like, that's, like, that was the differential. That's when they wrote a law about abortion. All right.
0: In New like, York. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, Ashley, girl. Hey, baby girl. How you cooking? Like ah, hugs. All right. It's also surprisingly when Texas declared their revolution.
2: Oh, again. <laughs> can Texas just stop? It?
0: Uh, well you know, they had to secede from Mexico because they were not a United States then.
2: True, true.
0: Uh, can we send them back?
2: Did someone keep the receipts on uh, Texas? Can we return them?
0: The first number, a. US patent was issued for an improvement of the rail, of, of the steam locomotive in July.
2: Like, sliced bread wasn't a thing for, like, another
0: almost 90 years. Right. Um, I... Charles Darwin returned to England, with his, and it was during the trip on the HMS Beagle that he formed his theory of evolution after, after leaving South, Africa, South America on August 17th. Um, so it must have been a really slow trip with a lot of quiet time so he could think. On Also on December 15th, the U.S. Patent Office burned in D.C. Oh. The Crown Colony of South Australia was officially proclaimed, um, subsequently celebrating in the state of South Australia as Proclamation as, uh, Day.
2: Proclamation
0: Day? Yes. So there was
2: that's, a lot.
0: Well, it's on Boxing Day.
2: Yeah, there's a lot going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's things, but yeah,
0: yeah. So there was a uh, lot of things going on during this time. Um, a lot of deep energy fights going on. The Fort Parker massacre, among those captured by uh, uh, Native Americans, this is a nine-year-old. Uh Stubble and Parker, she later gives birth to a son, Kwonshin, who became the last chief of the Comanches.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Arkansas was the 25th state admitted to the United States on June 15th. So if we look at this event calendar from that time period. Comparing it to the astrological level time period, you can see a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a
2: busy time. Mm -hmm. Like, we're we're not going to go with it was the best
0: of times and the worst of times, but it was a busy time. Right, but this is how you key in those astrological planets and pulling everything together. There you go. Oh. Mm. all, all right. right so ashley's got a question let's talk to about that and then we've got to talk about our speaker of the house making some trips Ooh!
2: all right so ashley 826 is the insurance going to pay out am i and am i overstressing oh yes yes So no, I have not heard the new. I have not heard the new Beyonce album, right? Um,
0: but yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah, we can talk about Beyonce and some news she's been making, and but that's more of a Friday night topic. But yeah, we can definitely go into that, and I can give you a review of that on Friday, Ashley. All right, is the insurance going to pay out? Yes, it's also a new path beginning for you because we do have the full appearing up in your current position. With the King of Wands and the Page of Wands. So there's going to be some exploration and also some balance of logical and practical ideas. I think you're going to have to be doing some releasing of things that no longer serve you. We do have the judge judgment card here, which is a revaluation, a start, taking a checklist of what's actually working for you versus what's not and removing what's not and looking at what you actually have, the uh, Nine of Cups here. Those tied together, yes, they pay out. Also, with that being tied together, I think you're going to have to take what I call stock. Um, Sure. First card was the full. New beginnings. What's going to be coming off? Time for a fresh start.
1: There we go yep all so apparently right. if
0: we love dance music we'll love it so we should love it yeah we should love it we are very much into dance music and club music and what was considered house music so we'll give you a review of it ashley on friday's show Ta-da. all right oh, i know where that's coming uh-huh yeah. so nancy pelosi speaker of the house oh has landed in taiwan this is after China has threatened war if she came to Taiwan. Now this is bitch. Don't come to my house. Energy. Basically, like basically, mm-hmm. like
2: mm-mm, no, you
0: didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, not nice. don't come to my vacation house because of course Taiwan is under the control of China, and supposedly there's tension and there's been tensions there, and it adds more tension to it. Um, But it's very interesting because she is well well within her rights to visit wherever she wants to in this world. If she wanted to land on top of uh, the um, Taliban's leader's house, step off in her matching outfit and go have a conversation with him and negotiate his surrender, she can choose to do so. We can't control where she, you know, and this is what the government kind of hit on is she's is the third, fourth ranking member to be president. So there is some safety concerns, but we can't stop her from going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. So she's that, Nancy Pelosi. She is Nancy Pelosi. She is our uh our savior in many things. Um, I'm hoping her husband is enjoying AA. Um, but no, she's got balls. I mean, come on. Well, why didn't she come over here? Fine, honey.
2: Let's go. Yeah, she she's like one of the worst people to ever like throw down a gauntlet and be like, Or or draw a line in the sand and be like, you will not cross? Because she's going to cross. Yeah. She's going to do it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you can't, like, no. Bad life choices, guys. That's how you Uh got Nancy Pelosi there.
0: Yeah. You said. Yeah. And then, of course, she did. Yeah. So, like, I I don't know. That's probably not. It's really nice. Um, I'm over at NBC News, and they they literally have signs all through Taiwan. Welcome, Speaker Pelosi. Welcome to Taiwan, Speaker Pelosi. In like 50-foot signs. With very nice, uh, may I add, captions. Mm-hmm. But totally ticked off China with this, right? Oh, yeah. Of course, Taiwan has been taking off China for a very long time. There's actually a pact to defend Taiwan if China were ever to invade. The whole reason that this is all over is a leftover thing because Taiwan was captured during the Second World War. Um, And when it was captured, it technically became either Great Britain's. For Americas, and we would be ni- and then we made an agreement to nicely return Taiwan at a certain time, thinking that we would then renegotiate further independence. Um, unfortunately, we did not get their independence, and China has been very much um, attempting to not only enforce that, but being very much on shutting down the dec- the movement to be democratic there. Yeah, um,
2: and. Yes, Taiwan is a country. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, someone asked me the question, and then I'm like, do I know this? Right. <laughs> like, am I sure? Like...
0: Yeah. Yes, Taiwan is a country. It's very much a full island, it's bigger than Hawaii. Yeah, but it's still a tiny country. It's, mm-hmm. it's not. And now she is there in diplomatic talks with the king of Taiwan and the president of Taiwan and moving to work on possibly getting us more technology shipped to America that's coming out of Taiwan, i.e. fixing the chip issue um, and to secure some um, strategic planning for possibly another crisis there in the Taiwan Strait.
2: So, technically, Taiwan is officially the Republic of China. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's actually its own separate country. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been one of those, like, because there's the People's Republic of China, which is actually China. Right. Um, versus the Republic of China.
0: Actually, she was probably four years old, um, Ashley, when this was, when the original treaty was negotiated. Oh, wow. That's been a hot minute. Yeah, she was either four or five because she was born in 1940. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Now, do you
0: know the tea that I would like to see happen?
2: Someone point out you were a teenager? No. No, thank you.
0: (laughs) The tea I would like to see happen is Nancy Pelosi and Queen Elizabeth Having tea. Because those are two world leaders born within the same time period. Basically. And that's kind of scary. And I think we ought to invite... Um, well.
2: Yeah, okay. Technically, yeah. They would probably be same generation. Yeah. Like, kind of opposite ends of the generation. But still the same generation. Still the same generation. Yeah. It, and that's kind of scary to think of. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of look over at the Queen of England and, like, you know, she looks like every, everyone's cookie-baking, mm-hmm. uh, cookie like, grandmother, great-grandmother. And then, like, you know what I mean, the quintessential grandma. Right. And then there's, like, Nancy Pelosi, who's, like, you know, you could easily drop her at, like, cougar night at the bar. Yeah. And, like, no one's going to, like, question it. It's going to be, like, you know, Nancy Pelosi on a bar doing shots. What did you expect?
0: Right. Which, I, from what I understand, she's more of a gin person instead of a shot person. I do understand she enjoys a good bourbon. But anyhow. But no, and then Angela Merkel. Mm-hmm. Also at that.
2: Yeah, I don't think she's that old, is she? Like, this is a hell of a tea party you've got going. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm cool with the, the like Queen of England, Angela Merkel, uh, Nancy Pelosi tea party. This sounds fun, <laughs> um, but I know I I think Angela Merkel is probably a good, like, she's got to be a second, uh, different generation. Like,
0: she's probably a good 10 to 15 year, well, 10 years younger or than 10 40. years younger than Nancy Pelosi. So, yeah, she, those three, yeah. the span of that 40 year generation there, from 1926 to 1954. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be be hilarious to watch that occur. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a tea party. Yeah. Uh,
2: Oh, kind of unrelated. I thought about the old people. Did y'all cover the newest mansion headline? Oh, God. What is that? Dinosaur done now.
0: mm, Dang it. I know he made a deal. He made a deal that is going to allow for the pipeline to go through, but I think he made the deal for the right reason. Um, Oh, climate
2: tax deal? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was today. So Senator Joe Manchin says he is exchanging materials with Senator uh, Kristen uh, Sinema to help her better understand the broad tax reform and climate bill he negotiated with senate majority leader charles schumer and says he is open to her suggestions as democrats seek 50 votes to put the bill on the floor
0: Mm -hmm. um so yeah yeah but the bigger news here and what i the impactful news at this point is that the senate did pass the um bill for our vets and yes, there are trade offs there. Do I like all the trade offs? No. But do I think my vet our vets need these? Yes. Okay.
2: So yeah, he's looking at well, I don't know. This sounds like his most like
0: cooperative in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah um but again it's that old backhand deal you shake my hand i want yours you know he wants yeah. the pipeline pushed through west virginia for the benefits to west virginia do i agree with the pipeline <laughs> Fuck no but do i see what oh. he's doing to get what he needs yes do i think that's what we're going to have to do to get some things through yes yeah like
2: I'm not big on this pipeline concept, mostly because I'm sorry. Every time we hear pipeline in the news that isn't, they're going to build one, it's that like they're massively destroying the environment. Yeah. Like that's it. That's all you ever hear. Like, that's it. Like, those are your headlines. It it doesn't really create jobs. They talk about all the jobs it's going to create. Yeah. They're temporary. Yeah. It's. It's a short-term building project. Yeah. Like, I, which, I mean, the whole world runs on those. Right. Like, nothing lasts forever. But still, don't sit here and talk about you're adding X jobs to the economy
0: like it's a permanent thing. Right. Like. Now, apparently, Mansion has been questioning Fox News anchors on their um, patriotism. Fair enough. I love it when I search one thing and it pops up other shit, but apparently Fox News anchor uh, Harris Faulkner briefly lost it during a continual interview with uh, Senator Joe Manchin, unfortunately, of West Virginia on Tuesday, taking a strong issue with the (laughs) censors of the senator, asking her if she was a affiliate of the Democrats, afraid of the Democrats doing something good for America. Ooh,
2: burn. Who taught him that?
0: That sounds like Nancy Pelosi. Like, he just channeled Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Is Nancy
1: Pelosi okay?
0: All right, here we go. Let me throw this over to Joe, because he can cover it better. Because I okay. cover some things, but most of the times, I prefer to go off the cuff. Yeah, like, yeah, because, like, yeah,
2: sight reading, not always not the best. my strong point. This is why uh, I'm
0: not script reading for some networks. Yeah, so, yeah.
2: All right, so Fox News anchor Harris Faulkner briefly lost it during a contentious interview with Senator Joe Manchin on Tuesday, taking strong issue with the centerist senator, say that five times fast, I dare you, asking her if she's afraid of Democrats doing something good for America. Huh so my father served an incensed faulkner fired back at mansion at one point demanding that the west virginia lawmaker not make it personal
0: With it is personal
2: taking, it is personal with Manchin taking a media victory lap after finally striking a deal with senate majority leader chuck schumer to pass portions of president joe biden's economic agenda fox news has quickly turned on their favorite democrat after praising him for months for tanking Biden's Build Back Better legislation, the network's disappointed hosts and commentators have groused about Manchin's betrayal. Yeah, Appearing on the Faulkner Focus on Tuesday to explain his support for the newly named uh, Inflation Reduction Act, Manchin uh, 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 parried most of Faulkner's pointed questions about the bill's tax structure, spending, and energy investments. For the most part, Manchin continued his appeal to the uh patriotism of both the anchor and the network's viewers. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh fun. Oh, goodness. What I'm loving in this is this is not a Democrat bill. This is not a Republican bill, it's not a green deal. This is a red, white, and blue deal, Harris. How often have we seen this bullcrap of reframing these bills? The mere importance of this bill is one big one. It requires large corporations to pay a minimum of 15% taxes. So that means Fox News is going to have to pay a minimum of 15% taxes. That's if they even qualify. Yeah. That's if they
2: even qualify under the, the thing for this. Like we're talking about like Amazon. Mm-hmm. 15% minimum tax. Right. At least 15%. Facebook, yeah, 15%. These are corporations that don't pay shit. Yes. Like, they near zero every year through one loophole after another. Right. And they do it intentionally. They have, like, one, these companies are big enough to hire a whole accounting firm. It's right. not an accountant. It's an accounting firm. Right. But then, additionally, even if what they're doing is wrong, mm-hmm. that firm has made it too damn complicated, right? For the IRS to go through their tax return and come up with anything, right? Like, here's the thing: like, effectively, these are uh, like Facebook and Amazon, and you know, potentially many, a uh, few other companies, Walmart, for example um could be operating what is effectively a a criminal organization right the IRS isn't going to know it like they're not going to touch it like they're like so the takeaway lesson is if you want to run organized crime you just have to hire an entire accounting firm to bury the IRS
0: Right. Okay. So the news networks generated more than $2.5 billion combined revenue, ad revenue last year. No Forbes, I don't want to hire you. Um, helping large measures, specifically the 2022 black election, um, $1.2 billion. So yeah, they're going to have to pay taxes on that, a minimum of 15%. But yes, who is paying any of these taxes that do not have corporations that has a revenue over a billion dollars a year? Noah, no one, the West Virginia senator replied. Yeah,
2: it's like
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm asking you a different question than you're answering, she says. I'm at, I'm saying Americans 400,000 and below now are going to be taxed. Their taxes will go up, Fartner replied. That's wrong, Mansion Retro. That's a lie, a pure outright lie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because this is about large corporations. It has nothing to do with, like, the. If if you are making below a hundred thousand dollars a year, this will not affect you. If you are making one hundred thousand to four hundred thousand dollars a year, this will not affect you. If you are making four hundred thousand to one million dollars
0: a year, this will not affect you. Right. Now, what I find interesting, she tried a trick, and it's a it's a false trick. Um after she does the, of course not, my father served, and the mansion fires back, well, sounds like you are. She goes, are you kidding me? Service is in the Bible, Falter continued. This is what we do. We serve our fellow man, men and women, of course. Don't make this a personal because it's not. Well, actually, service is in the Bible. It specifically says that Christians should not participate in war. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, yes, she did.
2: Ooh! Ooh! Burn! Burn! Yeah. Burn! Yeah, that—that's how you take off Fox News.
0: Yeah. Like I don't think he's being invited back for a while. <laughs> yeah, but no, she tried to pull this. But service is in the Bible, service. No, service. Not like that means getting off your ass and hopping your little happy ass down to the food kitchen. Service means getting off your happy little ass and mowing the old lady's yard and washing the windows. And in the Bible times, feeding the poor. Not putting on arms and going off to fight a war. Your Bible actually says that you're not to do that. Like what? What?
2: Like it, you know, sort of like that—that that, you know, uh, oh, what is it called? <laughs> um, oh, it's a little Mormon text that, that that's in every, or like right next to the Gideon Bible is the, so uh, the Book of Solomon. Yeah. Is there like a Gospel according to Saint Bastard that that some religion has that I have not yet heard of that Fox News follows? Because I'm like, yeah, no. See, like, if you take service to mean, like, strap on arms and go kill people, like, no, 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 no. That's that's not really biblical. This whole God, guns, and glory thing is an invention. Like, no, no. This all got fucked up in the Crusades. Yeah. Like, someone really, really didn't get it. Yeah. Um. Like that—that that had way more to do with a consolidation of power than it ever had to do with religion. Right. Like, mm-mm, don't don't mix those two. Would have right. thought we would have learned through the Crusades. Maybe we should not mix government and, and politics with religion.
0: Well, what I find interesting is they always, whenever they want to be challenged on something, go it's in the Bible fucking learn what's in the Bible. It's bad that a Wiccan priest knows your Bible better than you. All 26 versions of it. Yeah, really. Fox News, go back to Biblical Studies. It's a first level course at most religious organizations. Take it. Send your English through. They might be able to get through the course study, although I'm sure a few of them will be able to get through a high school English study, but maybe.
2: Of course, then again, most churches really aren't encouraging people to read the Bible. Like you end up becoming like you know, not religious. Mm-hmm. Like it, like there's a large correspondence there. Like if you don't read the Bible, it's real easy to be like you know, your your normal Wednesday night Christian or mm-hmm. your normal Sunday you know eleven a.m. service Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, if you read the book, man, do they hate that crap. Because then you start questioning all right sorry i'm waiting for an invisible assistant delivery there we go thank you thank you sorry i forgot to check my stock before we started Mm -hmm. um much appreciated much appreciated so yeah but no if you actually read the book Mm -hmm. it probably does more to dissuade Mm -hmm. than it does to actually like bringing it, in. like I, like I, I still kind of sit there with, uh, what was it, Gandhi, who said, like, you know, I, I love your Christ, I don't like your Christians, they're nothing like your Christ, right? Like I'm cool, I'm cool with it, right? I'm just not really cool with Christians, like right. that's my thing. Like I'm cool with like the theories and the principles and the da da da. Okay, the talking snake and the burning bush shit is a little over the top. But, you know, whatevs. Um, You know, there's a parable there. Um, But whatevs. But, like, the general foundational principles, at least New Testament side, because I think, you know, God's kind of a bit of a dick. Uh Old Testament. Right. Um, Like, dude. Like, I'm sorry, does anyone think Old Testament God doesn't sound like a drunken, abusive father? Right. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this sounds like Friday night for abused
0: children. Well, if you read the Lama's Bible, it's a completely different Bible. It's even, no, within the same terms. And yeah, it's the same stories, but they're very different. Now, the Lama's Bible, for those who are unaware or uneducated, the Lama's Bible is directly translated from the original Greek or Arabic that the original texts were written in. Without the effects of King James.
2: <laughs> Brendan says, told a preacher once, I've got no problem with Jesus. His
0: followers scare me. Well, I'll put, I've got no problem with the Jesus theory. Again, we have no evidence of him occurring. I do, however, have a problem with his current theosical expiries, quoting him wrong if a client of mine quotes me wrong they are no longer my
2: client well i mean especially when when they're like taking something so totally out of context like take the burn his shit like that is yeah. not a commandment yeah <laughs> that is a that that is a um um emotional statement like yeah. this this is where emotionally you need to be not actual Mm -hmm. Like, don't go burn his shit. Like, that shit's illegal. You'll go to jail. Right. But you can metaphorically burn his shit. Yeah. Like, oh my God. But no, yeah, if you tell a client, like, burn his shit and they go do it, it's like, oh, no. That is not what I literally told you to do. I metaphorically meant. Yeah. You need to, like, throw him out of your life. Right. Bye-bye. we're done right like but no like that's a whole thing yeah oh so brenda just saw the lord's prayer supposedly translated directly from ancient arabic and it's so much different i would say so like you gotta remember how like I don't know. Like the Bible gets really scary when you realize like how much of this was like translated, retranslated, translated with opinions, mm-hmm. and you know to suit a time and right. a and a ruler. And like King James version is so fucked up. Like, can we just all agree on that? Like, like in KJV and uh, KJV. Mm-hmm. Real fucked up versions of the Bible, right? Like
1: they're they're messed up.
2: Yeah. And if you want to really tick people off, like show up at a Baptist church with an NIV.
0: New international version? Well, I have problems with the international version, um, especially in 1946. I
2: thought it was the NKJV revision. No, it's international too. Oh. Ah. Well, because no, there's an actual literal new international version. Mm-hmm. Is that where the original, where the mistake came in? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I will say, like, NIV, in and of itself, though, is a lot more mild. Like, it it, it tones it back.
1: Right.
2: A whole lot. Right. Like, like the whole thing. Just kind of. In KJV, though. Yeah. Like. That is just sadomasochistic porn,
0: really. Like, Well, you self, know, self. he was fearful of women. He was fearful of witches. He was fearful of things he did not know. And gee, what's all created in the NKG? This total fear and monstrosism. But anyhow, we have a more oh. celebrity news topic. And then we're going to go into our two favorite columns of the week. Are you the asshole and Relationship Advice?
2: Hey, there we go. Alright, so I have a link. Oh, the Chrisleys believe comebacks begin with Jesus. Who the fuck are these people?
0: Alright, Todd Chrisley is the hilariously um, person who has been convicted of tax evasion after his Bravo special. And his wife. Who were both at the edge of divorce when they were charged with federal crimes?
1: Oh, knows best.
0: Okay. this is also the one that um, sued K, is suing KG. Okay, KG, what? Yeah, the one I'm would be gladly learning my crystal ball to because she doesn't have one. Oh, okay. Got it now. Oh, So yeah, they were
2: convicted of tax fraud and tax evasion in June and the Chrisleys with the help of their former business partner submitted false bank statements, audit reports, and personal financial statements to banks to obtain millions of dollars in fraudulent loans said the Department of Justice. Um, We had this employee that worked for us that has caused so much of the stuff that has happened and you look and say, how is he getting away with this? How is this happening? Uh, Todd said of a former employee. So they found a scapegoat. Well, of course. Dumped she it was. all on, on one employee. Um, oh, come on. Um. Quote, I've prayed to, uh, for God to take that hatred out of my heart because I know what this man did. Just because I don't know what's going on in his life doesn't mean God's not handling uh, yeah, like, uh, dude, the thing going on in his life is you're using him as a scapegoat. And that's new. That's not what caused your problem. That's what you told him to do. I think it's a short version, right? Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a short article. Um, so yeah, and I'm reading it out of order because, sorry, I started digging into the first paragraph and I'm like, what the hell? Um, so anyway, so now, um, Todd and Julie Chrisley are thinking about making a comeback and they're getting their inspiration from Jesus himself. Really? We've been waiting 2000 fucking years for him to come back. You're not going to do it. Um, so, quote, I started a new book this week, and it's about comebacks Said Julie Chrisley in the July 29th episode of their podcast, Chrisley Confessions. Ah, ah, ah. Was that the name of the podcast before or after they were before? Invented? OK, in this book, it says that comes ba- Comebacks begin with Jesus. Todd, meanwhile, is focused on where exactly he went wrong. I got lost when I couldn't tell the difference in my self-worth and my net worth, explained Todd. And the bigger my net worth became, the less I focused on my self-worth because everything was being built around that net worth. Yeah, I'm sure you're not gonna fucking, like, cry about it in your leer. You know it's not. Right. Like, you know, that was private jet level money.
0: Mm hmm. But like, no, I'm so tired of this. Like, Todd, come on. You're going to do another trope?
2: Oh, the redemption story. Isn't that so, like, I don't know, swaggered, mm-hmm. baker? Yeah. Dame your televangelist couple. Like, it, it's like televangelist bingo,
0: really. Right.
2: Oh, you got caught up in the trappings of blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what fallout of this and how that fallout will occur. Um, And if they'll even make a comeback to Bravo. It's very interesting. This is now the third case of Bravo's SARS being in trouble with the court. First, we have, you know, the Italian family who, you know, have now divorced um and the father had to go back to italy because he wasn't a citizen after he completed it then we have the Jin shaw case the shy shocker that we're following and she's now pled guilty and could get up to 30 years in jail but most likely get around 11 to 14 Mm -hmm. um falsely selling leads and products that are not actual products um to unsuspected customers and then now we are dealing with the Chrysler case bravo one who have you pissed off at the justice department and two how much vetting do you do on your you know on your people better yet every network
2: out there bravo included tlc included can Mm -hmm. we just like can we get to post reality television television Right. Because like the more of this crap you do, the uglier it gets. Like right. this is not, this is not. Like, mm mm. Like real housewives, how many people have gotten arrested out of that?
0: Right.
2: Um, the real world, like, no, it isn't. It is not the real world. That is not, not, totally not the real world. If that's your real world, you dumb fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like I this is what I'm saying. Like reality television, like, and then let's not even get started. TLC. Hi.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Hi. Like you have so, so many problems. Right. Like, no. mm No. Yeah. Like freaking Octomom and then the Duggars. Like, you just trash people's lives. Exactly. And then, like, put the carnage on television.
0: Well, I think the only successful ones, and that's debatable, is the Kardashians. Like, after the show's over, they're still successful.
2: Yeah, well, and Duck Dynasty is another one. And it's because, like, they know that, like... I think those are two shows where, like, we know this is television. We know this is fake. We mm-hmm. know right where the lines are. Right. Like, I'm not saying it's good television. I'm, I'm not saying I have any, like, I want to watch this. I'm just saying that, like, if you do, right. you got to kind of pick up on, this is entertainment. Like, it's clearly entertainment. No one's feelings got hurt. Right. Like, no, we know what we're doing. Um, This is professional reality television. Quote, quote, reality. Right. Um, Not, like, all these other shows. All right. Like either that or like um oh what's what is it? Um like the survivor based ones. Mm-hmm. Like you know sur- well, Survivor of course, but like naked and afraid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um even their shows have like these people are coming on with strategy.
0: Yeah. And some of it's them actually day. two of them that I follow that have been on the Survivor series. Mm-hmm. Like, Negative phrase, they've been on a few others. Um, They continue their careers. They've got wonderful investments. They are doing amazing with what came out of that show, including some amazing things. Meanwhile, I'm just wondering, on, like, Biggest Loser, how many people do you have to kill? Right.
2: Like, no one keeps the weight off. Right. Like, literally, almost no one keeps the weight off. Right. Um, Typically, they end up gaining back more than what they lost. Right and generally speaking the yo-yo and the crap you've done to them through the show in addition to all the emotional damage you caused your contestants plus you put this on television and you know flipping kids are watching this mm-hmm. and effectively they're like you're demonstrating a really like you're you're continuing the trope of the idea Mm -hmm. That sudden rapid weight loss is a good idea. Right. It is not. Like, and moreover, that taking, like, you don't ease anyone into this. Right. Like, you are setting people up to do physical damage. Right. Like, there are so many things wrong with that show. Right. It makes me mad every time I watch it.
0: It, it, just, ah, it just i think that's the problem because they don't teach them real strategy they don't teach them life changes
2: no well and they don't have basically it's the problem with reality television they've got to make their drama somewhere like you cannot one networks don't want to pay for like 12 year like shows right um watch this unfold as it should Right. Like, I'm sorry, if you're 400, 500 pounds, no, you you do not get to be 180. Like, mm-hmm. that may be your realistic, like, 20-year goal, but that's not your, like, <clears throat> you're not trying to get there by the end of the show.
1: Right.
2: Not not in a season mm-hmm. of a show. No, 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 no. You, no, you've got to be eased into that. You, right. you, if you are 400 you know 300 well 400 pounds or more mm-hmm. you have to ease into that like you potentially have cardiac risk you potentially have risk to your to your joints and cartilage right that you need to build into first right um and then yeah you're gonna have some massive weight loss at different points mm-hmm. but not like predictably enough to be on
0: air with Right. But the other point is with that, is it's life changes. You have to change your strategies. You have to change your thinking. You have to change the way you do things. Yeah. You know, what am I on like three years of this? Slowly changing my diet, slowly changing my lifestyle to be better, healthier? Dear gods, if it was a YouTube series, y'all guys would be waiting for a video every two months. Yeah. And then
2: what are you going to talk about? Like I mean seriously, seriously, sure. like every two months, what are you going to talk about? Like your your 1 pound of weight change that is like you gained x muscle mm-hmm. while simultaneously losing y amount of weight.
0: Mhm.
2: Net difference is you lost a
0: pound. Right. Well, here's an example. It's like recently I stopped doing the slimfax shakes in the morning and switched back over to what it was making my stomach feel better which is coffee. Um, Once in a while, I'll grab a protein-based sandwich. Um, I've also started, I used to do either one of three things. I would either do yoga, I would go to the gym, or I would take a rest day. Now, because I've reached a plateau, I'm doing gym and yoga every day without a rest day because I'm having to change my metabolic rate to get closer to the goal because my body's gone into where it thinks this is normal these are things that they don't show on the show
2: no no not to mention just the sheer emotional damage yeah i mean because seriously the like i watch those shows and just cringe and go "You're cr- like you are sowing emotional damage if someone watches this and takes it to heart right like if they don't get it yeah, that you, like you are perpetuating a a broken dialogue on weight and health, mm-hmm. and they take this to heart
0: You're and create emotional like, damage. That's the other thing is they are destroying the eye. They are not getting that. It's not a diet. You can't do it for six weeks of filming, and then pick it back up and do whatever the next day. Yeah. Well and, and but honestly, a lot of the contestants do.
2: It's all about like going on the show competing and mm-hmm. winning or losing right and like you get out of it what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then the after effect, right is like you know and, and that's if you're if we are talking about a contestant who gets it right Like I'm assuming that that in the the back housing of the show mm-hmm. at least by this point, There should be um one, some medical clearances. Right. And two, a lot of medical monitoring, but three, and most importantly, a a large psychological component. Right. To help people differentiate between the shit they say on the show and what they actually need to hear. Right. At Um, least enough not to create damage.
0: Right. And have uh, liability. What's interesting is when looking at it, only 12% of the contestants um, keep the food off. Keep the weight off? Yeah.
2: 12%. Yeah. That's abysmal. Right. Um. Well, and then there's this whole broken dialogue they have mm-hmm. about, like, attractiveness and weight. And right. it's like, yeah, see, no. Mm-hmm don't don't well and then they also heavily tied to like self-esteem and self-worth and like, mm-hmm. and it's like no that's how you create like suicidal fat people mm-hmm. like no no, no no no
0: right don't and, do that right and you know this is what people don't get is and all i honestly they don't teach them how to deal with stress they don't teach yeah. them the importance of dealing with it all right but let's move on over to you know our reddit conversation because i can go on about this for hours i know i can too i can i can get very angry yeah so all
2: right we're starting with am i the asshole we're starting
0: with am i the asshole
2: all right am i the asshole for telling my always late friends an earlier time so we'd be on time so i 32 female have been friends with this group of people 30 31 32 female since high school I love them all to death, but Jesus Christ on a cruise ship when we're planning something. They are always consecutively late. I love that, Jesus Christ on a cruise ship. Uh, Every time, and it drives me nuts. One year, they almost made us miss our flight home, and they always say they forgot the time or thought they had more and just goofed around. It has gotten to the point where I will meet them because I refuse to get caught up in the drama. Last year, I left on my own accord to the airport because they were all passed out and would not wake up. They missed checkout and had to pay for an extra day. Then, they barely made it to the airport in time for their flights. Apparently, I'm pushy for ensuring we leave at a certain time, considering traffic, possible accidents, delays, and even looking up shortcuts in case. Throughout the years, sharing a ride with them has almost made me late to work before. Lesson learned, so now I take an extra day off just in case. Our vacations themselves are fun and easy going. So this vacation was pretty smooth up until the end. We all decided to choose a night where we would plan all of the events. Mine was Friday. It was a fairly relaxing day. I scheduled a, pedi for, a pedicure for 9.30 a.m., and I told them it was at 8.45. They showed up at 9.15 and were surprised when we got in so quickly. I reserved a table for us for lunch at 1 p.m. I told them it was 12.30. They arrived at 12.52 with the same reaction. That night, I had reserved us a table at this really nice dining establishment for 7.30, and I told them 6.45. They arrived at 7.10. It was a great night. Sunday, when we were going home, I said my goodbyes, checked out of my hotel room, and took my separate Uber to the airport for my 2 p.m. flight home. I got home around 8 and turned on my phone to the equivalent of an assault on my group chat. Apparently, they had left late again, and one of them missed their flight, and they were arguing about it. I told my roomie what was going on and what I did, and she said that was rude of me to manipulate their time like that. She knows one of the girls and told her what I did, and now all of the girls are mad at me. My Friday uh, scheduling had absolutely nothing to do with one missing their flight. Am I the asshole?
0: Fuck no, you are not the asshole. I'm going to disagree. Really? Yes, you are the asshole. They clearly do not respect your time or value your time. You are the asshole to yourself for continuing to have these people in your life. Immediately take out your pink slip folder, File the pink slips in your group chat that blew up your phone and let them know this is not okay. Your time is valuable. It is at a value of your hourly wages. If you are a salary employee, then you take your salary and divide it by 40. Every 15 minutes they are late, that is how much money they are disvaluing you. I bill out $120 an hour. If a friend is an hour late for an event, then they are wasting $120 of your money. So, yes, you are the asshole for continuing to put up with this. No, you're not the asshole for telling them an earlier time. Yeah, well, and I was sitting here, I was like,
2: okay, I'm waiting to see where this goes. Um, because I'm like, no, she's not the asshole. Um, I, well, and I think either your roommate doesn't understand
0: like how bad
2: this has gotten.
0: No, I think the roommate's probably tired of hearing it and is trying to blow it up for you.
2: Fair enough. Um, but no, I mean, like, I, I'm perfectly fine with friends that are, like, consistently five minutes late.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, that's fine. Like, sh- some people just, like, being on time is not their forte. They're right. always, like, plus five minutes. That's fine. Nothing in my life has ever been destroyed in five minutes. Right. Or if it has, it deserved it. Right. Um, but now when we're talking about like the level of, of like bullshit that she's dealt with over the years, mm-hmm. no, these are people that deserve to be told a totally different time mm-hmm. so that you have hope mm-hmm. of actually getting to where you right. need to be when you need to be there. Right. And like, I'm sorry, like it did not hurt them. It didn't hurt them. Right. It's not rude. Right. You made a great night because you accommodated for the fact that no matter that like the time you tell them, right. plus x is when they're going to show up. Right. And there's no hope, right, that you're going to tell them 7:30 and they're going to be there at
0: 7:30. Right.
2: So no, I that's perfectly fair. That is perfectly fair. Right. Like, and I understand the frustration. I am generally speaking on time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm usually way early because same mindset, like I accommodate for like, there could be an accident, there could be road construction, there could be this. Mm -hmm. Let's get there early. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that happens is, okay, we have to wait like 30 minutes.
0: Right. Like, you know, answer emails while I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like there, you know, I mean, I, and I could understand if that were the consistent thing that happened and I have family, I'm sure aggravated the hell with me Um, because I'm always, almost always running early. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. Okay. So we've had to wait on Mm stuff, but it's not, but like sometimes the consequences of not being there early Mm -hmm. are bad enough that it's like, yeah, no, I don't want to fuck with that.
0: Right. Well, not only that, but, you know, Brenda says this, and this is a tagline that I use for everybody. Everybody that's ever been invited to dinner at my house gets told dinner is at five. Mm -hmm. Joe, what time is dinner? (laughs) Not
2: five. (laughs) This is closer to, like, seven.
0: Yes, dinner is at seven technically, but I would prefer my guests to arrive at five so that there is two hours for conversation, gelling, getting comfortable, relaxing. There's a lot of work that goes into running a nice dinner party.
2: And if someone doesn't show up till seven, that's okay.
0: Exactly.
2: It, but uh, if you, t- but if you've if you've told them
0: seven, uh huh, and then they show up at like nine thirty, uh huh. Dinner's done, the dishes That's are done, great. and we've moved on to an on air show. Have a good day.
2: Yeah, like leftovers are in the fridge. Help yourself. Like, I ain't getting up to make you a plate. Right. mm I'm not getting up to make you a plate. Like, you want right. food, you know where the fridge is. Figure it out. You're an adult. Right. Um, but no, like, well, I want to add one more little quick thing with this. Is like this came in handy though today. Oh. Um, because I, I do kind of pre-plan, right? Like, cause I, I had to take my great nephew to a dental appointment today. Mm-hmm. And so I sit down at my desk this morning, just trying to get my head together, start my day. And I have a message that says, hi, the dentist's office called. They had a cancellation. They want to try to get him in an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. And I went. Okay. <laughs> like I'll do my best. We got there at like, I don't know, ten after noon. Like, so technically we were late. But I'm sorry. Like, that's the best I could do at that point. Like that that had like that backed up all my extra. Right. Like I left out 30 minutes early and that just ate my reserves. Right. Um, but I'm sitting here going, if the dentist office is mad at that, most offices I know of are like 15 minutes. You got 15 minutes, right? So I'm sitting here going, I don't want to hear it. Right. Because I don't think they understand that every single, because like on paper, it looks really close. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the dental office is here and he lives here. Right no one's factoring in that for me to take him to this dental appointment mm-hmm. is a 200 mile round trip. Right. Like it's a hundred miles to leave home, pick him up and get him to the dentist office. And then it's a hundred miles to reverse that. Right. Um, so yeah, it's like, uh, were we late? Yes. Was I mad about that? Nope, you bumped me. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're just lucky my reserves got us there when it did.
0: Right.
2: I do what I can. Sorry, Brenda said nice, uncle. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I do what I can.
0: Like, Mm -hmm. all right. Let's move on to relationship advice.
2: All righty. And pulling that one up. All right, so my wife has changed me for the worse. My wife, female 35, and I, male 36, have been married for five years. She recently went on a weekend trip with a girlfriend. I was alone for the longest time since we started dating and I began remembering who and how I used to be. I felt well rested, I ate enough food, I got so much done and felt so confident. My general mental state was so much calmer and life was easier in just 60 hours without her. There is nothing she does that I can identify that causes me to become depressed, and she really is a loving companion. But the stark difference of being with and without her is alarming. I married with the intent of starting a family and knew she would be a great mother and and caring companion, but we found out she cannot have kids i have become really worried that life with her will spiral into deeper depression for me and an unhappy and resentful partner for her i don't know how to talk to her about it without deeply hurting her i hadn't realized how depressed this marriage has made me until this trip right. how? How?
0: Ooh, okay take it away here's the problem i don't have enough full information but here are some thoughts on this. One, you're not getting enough time to let it. Two, I noticed you didn't mention love. You didn't mention love. You didn't mention desire. You didn't mention wanting. You did not mention a desire to have her around or even missing her. All you stated was her breedability.
2: Well, not just that, but it was also just like, it sounds like you settled. Yeah. Like, you went to the wife store and went, eh, good enough. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Continue. So, here's my thoughts. What do you do? You contact your lawyer immediately and correct your problem. Yeah. Point blank. Um, that's the hard advice. that occurs in relationships when you negotiate things out. Okay, and figure out exactly why you are not taking care of yourself. also, it sounds like your relationship is very codependent, and you're probably the giver of the codependency.
2: I could follow that yeah oh um,
0: like yeah other things that's pointed out on this reddit and um, i don't know i'm not sure I'm not sure one way or another um is that you know having space and separate space and having clear divisions of space can be very useful um you know while i enjoyed when we shared an office together i'm quite glad to have our own spaces here um because uh-huh. there has been debate of us losing a living room for a shared office space but we yeah. have a different office yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of issues with that. Like, it would be functional mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, it, it would be a purely practical decision to do it
0: mm-hmm.
2: on one hand. But then I think we would come to regret it. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, it's sort of like some things sound great on paper. Like, we'll use this amount of square footage for a shared office space. And then we don't have... And then we can do this, and we can do that, and we can do this other thing. Mm -hmm. It sounds great, and it makes sense, it's practical, Mm
0: -hmm. but then you actually do it. Yeah. And it's like, no. Well, not only that, but I don't know if I can deal with what I used to walk into every Friday, every day of my life. What? Okay. So, every Friday, I would go to my Princeton house, and I would have left my princeton desk clear it off barely anything on it everything laid out so that the things that come with me in my bag can go back on their place on my desk in my office in princeton that i shared with joe every friday without fail i walk through the door with my briefcase in hand set my bag down and then <sighs> again unpiling <laughs> my desk. You
2: know, it is one of those things. Like, I've never gotten a like I clean my desk because I have to, because it does like I, I hit my Susan Powder stop the insanity moment. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, but in a general course, like I've never been a clean office person. Right. Like I really haven't. Like, I I think there's a certain degree of mess. Like, I have a limit. Mm -hmm. Like, I never want to be the college professor whose office I walked into. And, like, I just stopped breathing for a second because my brain couldn't process. Mm -hmm. Because it was just this mound of paper that started at, like, the ceiling Mm -hmm. and just cascaded down across a desk and a filing cabinet and who all knows what, like there could have been a body barrier. Right. And you just had to take it all in mentally.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The, this poor dude is sitting here in what looks like a cave of paper. Right. And I just, like, I couldn't, like my brain had to process it and I like stopped bol- like, involuntary bodily function. Right. In order to process it right um because it was overwhelmingly right oh my god how do you ever Mm -hmm. how are you like so many questions so many questions um great professor loved him dearly but and i mean that sincerely like he drove me up a wall but he was a really great professor right um But, like, his office was frightening. Right. But I've never been one of those people that, like, it's all going to be in filing cabinets, labeled perfectly, happily, moving right along. Like, you know, clean desk every day. Like, nothing else on it, but what, you know, like, you know, the perfectly, like, situated everything. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's a, my desk just got clean. That's what happens there. Right. I try to maintain it and then shit happens and then I don't care for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then it gets cleaned up later.
0: Yeah. But this also sounds like, and, you know, if we look at they've been together, they've been married for five years. So we go mm-hmm. 2021, 20, 2020. 20, 20, and so they've 19, had two 20. years of containment. Yeah. And that can be very, um, I'm looking for. Smothering. Well, in the five years they were
2: 30 and 31 when they met. Yeah. And that's a telling age for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because usually when people are single at the beginning of their 30s, they start panicking. Right. Like, I don't care what gender you are, you start hearing biological alarm clocks going off. Right. Like, now's when I have to get my shit together, or I'm Mm going to be too old for this shit.
0: Right,
2: and it's a horrible time for anyone to really be trying to choose. Yeah. Oh, see, Catherine, we're gonna have to delete that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, ask. Like, it's a thing you could ask if you mm-hmm. could have shared that, right. but you didn't. So, bye-bye, Catherine. Um, and I hate that because I love that name. Yeah. Um. Like, I hate saying bad things towards someone named Catherine. Right. Um, But no, like, those are telling ages for me. Right. Because I, like, I think it goes to further support the idea. You settled, You both settled, Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're bad people. Right. Like, I, I have a feeling like neither one of you are bad people, and this is why you're having trouble putting your finger on it. Yeah. Like she's not crazy. You're not, you know, a, a total narcissist. Mm -hmm. Um, like y'all just don't work together. Like, and you're sitting here like death by a thousand paper cuts, right? Just one little tiny thing that is inconsequential in the long term. Right. After another. Right but it builds and it creates stress and you deal with it and it becomes Tuesday. Right. And then all of a sudden you get a weekend alone and it's like, Oh, I don't have to suck my gut in. I don't have to, you know, pretend that I like something that I don't like. I don't have to pretend to listen to another conversation that I don't really want to hear. Like we all have friends like that. You know what I mean? Like does anyone else, Like I have friends I dearly love, and I love when they come over, but when they leave, Mm -hmm. it is like the air comes back into the room, and I have this brief moment every time of, why the fuck did I do this to myself again? Mm -hmm. Um, I love them. I care about them. I think they're great, and I I truly want to be friends with them. But God help me if we were in a relationship, I'd lose my flipping mind because every time, like we spend an expe- extended period of time in a room together, mm-hmm. I have building anxiety and, right. and discomfort. Right, and it's like, okay, it's time for you to go home now. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, please don't have any car trouble. Right. Um, like now is not the moment. Right. Um, like. Thank you for coming
0: thank you for going <laughs> well and again that's the levels of interactions and the things there um but no when it comes to relationships you cannot live isolineal paired lives it is a partnership not an isolinical pairing of brains right. and life hell most of the time the three of us do not have the same dinner much less the same schedule Well,
2: we definitely don't have the same lunch. Oh, (laughs) never
0: have the same lunch.
2: Never. Um, Dinner, at least two out of three. No, like, well, generally speaking, like
0: we invisible assistant has a pizza, right? You have a normal meal. (laughs) I have a low carb version of that normal meal,
2: and technically, his version of a low carb is he put all the extra carbs on my plate. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you're the one who continues to enjoy things like macaroni and
2: like i do, like And here's my thing because this is like talk about going full circle because i actually had this comment pop in my head earlier is like for me it would be really easy for someone to look at me and, and go wow you just like really gave up on yourself or wow like you know whatever body negative statement you want to make about me that like that's fine go for it enjoy yourself if that's what you need to feel value and self-worth in yourself you do that and you enjoy it i also know that like i've gone through the struggle of like having to learn that i ate to cope with like different feelings that i had because mm-hmm. i didn't have anything else. Like right. I ate to feel, to fill an emotional void. Mm-hmm. And like, so like when mom died, like I was up to a 420 pounds really quickly mm-hmm. because that was a huge emotional void that I had to fill. Um, I'm not that weight. No. I'm also skinnier than when I graduated college. Thank you very much. Or excuse me. I'm skinnier than when I graduated high school.
0: Right.
2: Like clothing, I because I still own a t-shirt, right. and I love that t-shirt, and I wear it, and it reminds me that I am nowhere near as big as I was when I graduated high school because I remember how that t-shirt felt then, right? Um, because it was the biggest one they had, right? And it was um, form-fitting, right? Let's call it that. Um, I also know that like the choices I make, I right. make differently now, right. And it's like no, I've gotten a lot healthier. Um, I am healthy. Like my doctor's not even bitchy about my weight because, like, this is the uh, one of the few doctors that's actually stopped, paid attention, and looked at my numbers and been like, "Yeah, you're basically healthy. Right. You're just bigger, but you're healthy.
0: Right. Like, I don't have a heart attack risk. And here's the other thing. Yeah." What has always been our commentary on weight? Well, I know what I always tell you, which
2: is, oh. are you happy? All right.
0: And what have I always told you? Did you want to look pretty? No, about you. <laughs> are you happy? Are you happy? Are you comfortable? Are you getting everything you need? Mm-hmm. And if those are yeses... Then it's not all my damn business. Well,
2: yeah. Like, and, like, no, sorry, I'm happy in the body I'm in. Great,
0: because I find it highly attractive, and a lot of people find it highly attractive. Now we just got to get you to find it highly attractive.
2: Well, no, well, but see, that's a lot more about, like, the negative messaging that we get. Mm -hmm. Like, we get programmed with this shit starting in early childhood. Right. Right and like it takes a toll mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily i feel unattractive or uncomfortable i feel mm-hmm. like other people see me and go who turned loose the blob you ain't even close to
0: the blob okay i know but like hey, these brenda are the... agrees. brenda agrees here we will feature that joe isn't doing
2: but these are things that, that burrow into your mind when mm-hmm. like, you have this constant feedback of people telling you, you're too big, you weigh too much, you are ugly, you are unattractive. Mm-hmm. No one's ever going to find you attractive. You're not going to get married and have kids. Things I've literally been told, and I'm like,
0: well, on that one. Well, that let's look at the facts, compared to the <laughs> embedded statements, and yeah. then I want to know who I need to send invoices to. Um, you'll so, never get married and have children you are married mostly well mostly. and you have five children two of which you want to eat um, or kill kill maybe like not you not did really. name one of our children 110
2: which is the chinese food for dinner and it's a cat and it's really an inappropriate
0: <laughs> joke but i find it hilarious and i find children. it hilarious too so you have <sighs> five children you have a partner that loves you and is very attracted to you and has made that very clear in multiple ways so those Mm -hmm. statements are crap
2: well but still what my whole point being and this is like hi hi kylie are you still here this is what it looks like um my whole point though is that these things burrow in Mm -hmm. and so it's not that i look in the mirror and go god i'm unattractive i'm like no i'm fine with myself but then i have this moment that because of the crap Mm -hmm. stream Mm -hmm. of shit that people have told me over many decades
0: at this point Mm -hmm. so there's some do invoices got it i will call the agency
2: lots of them um but because of that Even though I look in the mirror and I'm fine with me,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or I look at the scale and I'm fine with me, or I go clothing shopping and I'm fine with me, mm-hmm. I still have this other part of my brain mm-hmm. that goes,
0: yeah, but. All right. Well, I'm going to say this and pay attention. Get out your pen and notebook and write this. People do not deserve to live rent-free in your head. No. If they are if they are living in your head, then you must send them an invoice for rent. That is valuable space. You technically only have the ability to store ten thousand thoughts. Well, see, at this point in my life, I like I've gotten
2: it over to. There's a free protest area. Uh huh. Like there's a free speech zone. Like you know. I let them be there, but it's like, y'all are crowded in the corner, okay? Uh-huh. Um, like I
0: do, Brenda. I have them in various sizes <laughs> so we can make sure they fit properly. Um, we I don't already... have enough freezer space for this minute. I don't need freezer space, honey. I have vinegar. I have lemons. I have a nice sour jars. And believe me, here lately, I'm happy to shake jars up. I have enough energy to sit there and do yoga exercises with them. Anyhow, um, we're working on developing the vectorial area um, for those that do not understand what I was just saying, but that's what I think people should start doing is sending invoices. You know, it, w-
2: it, it would be nice, but really, like, I have to say my life has had an interesting course. Mm-hmm. Because of the number of people I've watched over the years, Mm -hmm. I I take a certain amount of joy and satisfaction. Right. In people that had very unkind words for me years ago, seeing them now. Right. And time has not been kind. Right. I don't mean I take exceeding joy and relishment in, like, the fact that time was cruel to them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. But I do have to say there's a certain amount of, hmm, mm-hmm. right now I'm going to choose to be kind. Right. You didn't. You, you didn't care when you said the things to me that you said to me. Mm-hmm. But I hope you understand and think of those every time you see me.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And also appreciate the fact that I have every opportunity right now to be unkind. Right. And yet I'm choosing kindness. Mm -hmm. And to not say the things that will send you crying because you don't have enough experience. Mm Because I could emotionally shut you down entirely, mm-hmm. but I'm being kind and I'm not going to say those things because I understand the damage that it causes and the pain and hurt that will follow. Right. So, you
0: know, what what is the line? I hope it gives you hell. Exactly. Or I hope you get what you wish for.
1: Eh, there you
0: so go. On that note, we do have a moment of thank you, gratitude and celebration. Ooh. What we got? Got our favorite part of the show. Um, Oh, we do, we do, we do, we do. Speaking about invoices.
2: Yes. All right, let me get over there so I can catch up. So of course we want to thank uh, Beverly Walker, Mika G, Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Ashley Guest, Shannon C, Shannon D, the ever wonderful lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Dottie the Psychic, Tracy Van, The Laughing Tree Grove. And we also have one new uh, Patreon subscriber. Thank you so much, Donna Wyatt. Yes. Um, So we do want to thank them for their support. And if you'd like to learn more about us, the show, and how you too can become one of our uh, Patreon sponsors and receive all the wonderful benefits that our baristas receive, please visit
0: us at pcspnetwork.com. And also, thanks, Donna. You actually helped us break even on the show. Woo like I know that's a long list of
2: names, and can I just say like yeah, the expenses on these shows like just for the software? Yeah. It's a chunk. It's a chunk.
0: It's a chunk. Mm -hmm. It's it's chunk. Yep. So you know, other goals for the show is we would like to be able to get better mics, better cameras. That is all going to be coming from Patreon as we're able to do it. That's what we actually use our Patreon for. They do get some wonderful deals. They get discounts on readings. They get free information. They get content that nobody else gets. And they get content early. All right, guys. You guys have a wonderful evening. Join me back again at Coffee and Tea on Thursday night at 8 p.m. And Joe will be back in the hot seat on Friday with Mountain Bears. We'll be hearing you the latest LGBT news. With a little bit of sass. Good night, y'all. Good night.